Okay, guys, everyone here. So this will last for about two minutes. Just relax and listen. Listen. When I was 15, I played in a band. We were playing some kind of folk and I was the drummer. It lasted for a couple years and we had some moments here and there. We even released a cassette and I think the cassette was popular in some circles. Although perhaps not for the right reasons. I'll come back to that if it becomes relevant. Many years later I met the bass player again and we started talking about the band. What direction it should have taken and what direction that direction in turn would have been and so forth. We created a whole alternative history of the band right there as we spoke. An imaginative history, you know with imaginary songs, albums, and even genres. It was great fun, and later that day, I thought I should write a book about the band. Not the real band, but the band of our imagination. Maybe that was more real than reality. Perhaps not even a book, but real songs, productions, pictures, a whole body of work that was us. Just think about this for a second. What is the difference between being able to carry out a story in real life and being able to invent it from your imagination? Well, there's some difference, of course. But is there really any profound difference? It's certainly an achievement being able to imagine yourself. The imaginary you. It's imagination. And my opinion is that once something is imagined, it exists. Even if it wasn't communicated to anyone and only existed inside the mind of a person. And even if that person died thousands of years ago, I won't be around here forever. And I can assure you, I've had many ideas and concepts I haven't shared with you or anyone else. But nevertheless, they do exist. And they will for eternity. Wow. Magnuson. He spoke those words in this very room, you know. And I was here. I'd completely forgotten about that band. Well, it's a long time since he made that speech and even longer since his band released that cassette. So, I'm going to tell you what he was alluding to when he said the cassette was popular for the wrong reason. I asked him about it a couple of years after that speech. Yeah, it's all coming back to me now. He said the cassette was sort of a comedy album they made, and the joke was pretty subtle and wasn't obvious to everybody. Actually, not many outside of the band got the real joke. And he found out about this the hard way because he had given a copy to a friend who lived quite far away. And this guy started bringing the cassette to, to the local parties where he lived. And they were tough guys, you know, you know, you know. And they started singing along to the songs while they were boozing. And that could have been cool. But it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. because it was with irony. And Magnuson was actually a bit hurt when he heard about it. Although he is joking about it in this recording. Ricard Magnuson. Great guy, 
and the book he is referring to is of course this one, The Imaginary You, Lessons in Lessons. Music. Lessons. And the talk was sort of a more colloquial version of the first chapter, which is the elements of music. Speaking on that subject, it's time to make a song again. Tinker and Pim here will work on the imaginary song from the first chapter. I will join them already in the studio later today to help them out with some technical stuff and lay down some bass. How exciting! something? I'm recording. So, what would you like to know? So what we're recording now will be edited, so it will appear right after the Magnuson recording and the talk Na gave afterwards. Cool. Um, trying to capture some work in progress here, but people listening to this should perhaps have a bit of context. Context? I should provide my context and you provide yours. Maybe you're right. Why are you here, Pim? Well, I'm here to help you with this recording for the release. But in this place? You said something about that when you arrived. About you spending so much time on music. What did you want to achieve? I wanted to clear myself of sounds and tones, all the things I could hear inside, so that I could set my mind at ease, you know, with a feeling that I had accomplished what I should, that there were no more sounds to be made. I could hear sounds inside of me and I wanted to capture them. But what emerged never sounded like that and it drove me crazy, you know, really crazy. Button really, but it does something to it for sure. So, what you're hearing now is us, that is Pim and Tinker, working on a new song, The Elements of Music. Tell them how we wrote it. We just read the instructions from the Magnuson book. Chapter one. The elements of music. The elements of music. Yeah. I give you three blue notes, they look very confused. Alternative, dramatic jazz, rhythm and blues. I give you sounds, return. Where they began 
fantasies lay down like pentagrams. Let's try the refrain. You know sometimes, far up in the sky, there's an airplane. I look up and I try to guess where it is heading. You know, Geneva, Munich, Amsterdam. We're recording here now. Remember we talked about documenting some of the things going on here? Oh, I'd forgotten about that. For the release, right? Yes, the release. Uh, why don't you repeat your opinion on presets versus patching? I won't get into that bullshit again. Don't make that an issue. It's a sonic exploration, and the cables are like a tapestry of connectivity. That's the essence of synthesis, in life and approaching the synthesizer. You know, shape, modules, electricity, electrons. We can't build everything from scratch every time. Magnuson was against that sort of nonsense. This weird sectarianism. Sometimes you need to take a long journey, and other times you take the shortcut, you know? You have the song ready? 
Chapter 1, I'm quoting. The elements have already been identified and exploited. We should try to write songs while taking on some persona. Like, imagine you are Pythagoras and make a song. Or Saint Bernard. End quote. At some point, Magnuson wanted us to make some kind of monastic music. Music that wasn't allowed to be heard outside that particular space. Like the opera Parsifal. Well, they kind of dropped that rule after a while, but initially it wasn't allowed to be played outside the Festspielhaus. It's never the same. It only seems to be repeating itself, but every time there is a slight variation to it. In the dynamic, tone and tempo. I tend to think of the studio as a portal or gateway, you know, that can open up your mind and expand your ideas beyond what you thought was possible. After a while, I started letting go of myself and that idea, you know, that it all had to come from the inside. I started trying to capture something out there, you know, that maybe had something to do with me, but also maybe not. How did I learn the truth? It just came to me. I really like colloquial stuff, but I like formal stuff too. If it was up to me, we'd make those words, uh, colloquial and formal, mean the same thing. When we meet in the studio later, you might see something different about me. I'm not going to tell you what persona I've taken on and I don't want you to ask me or make it an issue. Come inside, guys. Take a look around. Tell us a bit about what's going on here. It's um, a bit chaotic right now. I didn't have time to uh, get things organized properly since the last time I was here, but that's okay, you know, it's no need to have everything perfect all the time. For me, every time I try to set up a system, I almost always end up using it in a different way. Get the sequence going. There are many ways to interact with the different uh, sections. For example, on the left wall, you have sound generators, synthesizers, effects, and so on. You have to patch it up through this box up here. It should be pretty self-explanatory how to do it. Next to the sound generators, we have the rhythm section, drum machine, percussion, and other equipment that can make a pulse and some kind of groove. We have a wide selection of sequencers. This also needs to be patched up, but through this patch box over here, just make sure not to patch anything into here where it says unknown. No one knows what's connected to that, and believe me, you don't want to test it out. So remember that? Okay. And then we have amplifiers along the wall. Uh, let me just check if this one is on. I just remembered a bass riff I was practicing yesterday. Yeah, that's it. You see, I'm still here playing the 
same thing over and over again uh, and every time I play it it's a new thing my fingers are never touching the strings in the same way and the electronic signals passing through the cables from my bass into the amplifier are always changing uh, I just love this amplifier here I, I can't seem to stop playing on it I think I'll just continue for a bit just try out whatever you want Let loose and get into the groove. surrounds me and my body feels almost weightless. At the same time I feel very grounded and calm. It's difficult to explain. Okay, let's continue.
already. Let's have a break, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 